We're back. Double cover. Double cover. Double cover. Mama, we made it. The network picked us up. Well, we're like established. We, we need the signs that says like clap, cheer, laugh. J-Mac here. D-Mac to the right. Welcome to Double Coverage. What's Mama, up, we everybody? Made it. Welcome. I thought, no, no, you don't get to start the show. <laughs> Welcome to Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. I'm your host, J-Mac. D-Mac to the left of me. As you guys know, you can catch us each and every week on Nesson. If you miss us there, all you have to do is go to YouTube or iTunes and search Double Coverage with the McCourty Twins. Make sure you subscribe. And as always, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at McCourty Twins. And check out McCourtyTwins.com to keep up with all the stuff we're getting into off the field and to purchase some really cool T-shirts. Just go to the shop section. Am I, am I ever going to get to open the show? Like, I was geared up. I read over everything. I, was- I mean, if you do, we just got to do a dry run to see where you're at so we don't have to keep retaking it. But I'm like it. the real veteran here so i don't think we need to see where i'm at i approve you I, the producers never told you but i approved you being my co-host on this show so buffalo is able to outlast baltimore in this weekend's game down in buffalo freezing cold they're able a huge pick six uh the type of pick six that's gonna last in that franchise for a while teron johnson went viral also because after the pick six that night and for the rest of the weekend, they continue to show his clip of running through the gauntlet at the combine. He uh turns, catches the ball, then as he goes to run, he looks the wrong way. When he spins that head back around, ball smacks him that. in the head. And foreshadowed pick six to really get the team into AFC Championship game. Yeah, lessons learned. Uh Buffalo was able to stop Action Jackson. He actually gets hurt, gets a concussion. Uh, that kind of changed the dynamic of the game. And I saw Hollywood Brown said after the game, if Baltimore wants to go to where they need to get to, they're going to have to find a way to be able to throw the ball better. Yeah, and I feel like everyone keeps saying that Lamar Jackson needs to improve in the pass game. Lamar Jackson needs to do – the offense has to improve in the pass game. The offense is what they draw up each week. So they know how limited the pass game is. He was a guy who was in college in a spread Pocket offense. Passing. He threw the ball around the field. We know he has arm talent. They have to start to try to develop him to do those different things. We can't keep blaming him. If and he's the not offense the around him. Their offensive line isn't built to pass protect a bunch of times in the game. As you see, he's running around. Um, they, like you just said, their offense isn't built to just line up and get into a two-minute mode and just go no huddle and just throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. So, so hopefully for me, since I'm still in the league, I hope there's no real offseason. They can't change that. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Green Bay. Uh I like that. I like what you wrote there. Sends the Rams to Cabo. Explain why Cabo. Jamal Adams told him, bring their own cigars. And I don't know. I guess this is this is the year of of saltiness. Guys, if they lose in the playoffs, they're they're waiting and hoping the team that beats them is kicked out the next round. I saw my guy Daquan Jones. Uh, with the Titans after the Ravens lost, he tweeted and said something to uh, about the Ravens being able. Now they can all go stomp on a logo together. So I don't know. I, I guess this is kind of the new age of players. I saw Quandre Diggs jumped into the other safety on Seattle and said uh, they'll save them a spot, I think, or something in Cabo. So uh, I saw Ryan Clark tweet, uh, is this a new thing? I never knew. He said he didn't know it was cool that a team that eliminates you now, you can make fun of them a week later as you're at home. So uh, just sit back and enjoy it. But it is entertaining and funny. Um, Jamal Adams even threw a little picture in there. So I was I was highly entertained by that. Without a doubt. Aaron Donald, not, not at full strength. The, the number one defense totally looked totally different. I mean, it just it wasn't the same. Uh, tough seeing him out there in tears uh, at the end of the game. But 
That's our game. Injuries happen. Next man up. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. That's bad, bad. When you man. talk Green Bay Rams game, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. That's what you know. Talking about bad man, quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, concussion, whiplash, neck nerve. I mean, is, is he playing next week? Uh, he's probably going to play, but it's definitely concussion. Reminds me of 2012. Um, I, I, I made a hit on the tight end and shout out my guy, Brandon Spikes. Uh, guy who used to always put the nail in the coffin, <clears throat> slam it shut uh, back when he was a Patriot catches me i get up just like Mahomes got up knee knee maybe it was my right or left knee it, it was a little wobbly like when the woman was trips on the heel when she walked in here pop, pop, like kevin hart said and as i stumbled a little bit he grabbed me helped me up concussion out so Mahomes concussion definitely no doubt about it but kansas city still wins the game and is on to the afc i uh, thought the browns was gonna pull it out i was i was rooting for my browns yeah we well. know all former browns are rooting for the browns yep on uh, the late night game on the history channel we were able to see <laughs> tom brady drew Brees. is that the last game that we will see drew Brees lining up on the nfl it sure seemed like it you know jay glazer reported before the game that it would be his last game um not a huge fan of that if he is gonna let him let him announce that um but just watching the game even at the end of the game as he was in Jameis winston's ear looked like he was kind of telling him your time is on deck. Um, but I, I will say a very special moment, him and Tom Brady throwing the ball around on the field. I saw on social media, they said, this is what their like documentary will look like. This is how it's going to end. And they said like Drew Brees will go on to NBC to be an analyst and then become the head coach at his alma mater, Purdue. And they said Tom Brady is still leading a team in the Super Bowl at the age of 58 going against Braden, uh, uh, Braylon um, Breeze, mm. his son. who is, Brady's never going to stop playing. The guy still goes out there and gets it done. High the, level. The coaching carousel, the hires are starting to roll in. Yeah, Arthur Smith right, right, is in right. Atlanta. Arthur Smith, great coach, was with him in Tennessee when he was the quality control guy on defense. The come up was always on his stuff, always knew what he was doing. Happy for Arthur Smith. Brandon Staley is staying in L.A., doesn't have to move out of his house going from the Rams to now be the Chargers head but he coach. he is getting a little bit of a pay raise. A so lot more than a, a little house. bit. Robert Sala is going to the New York Jets leaving uh, San Francisco. Has to make sure he packs a heavy coat. Urban Meyer is heading to Jacksonville from the college ranks now well, getting a home, shot. From at home. Yes. Home. Getting a shot in the league. And the Lions are set to hire Dan Campbell coming from New Orleans and Alabama. I know one thing. When Dan Campbell walks in there, he's going to get some people's attention, but he is swole. Former tight end. He former tight end in the league. What, what's the hire you're happiest with or the one you think that'll make the biggest impact? I think Robert Solaire. I, I mean, he's a guy that's been talked about the last two years. Him and Eric Bien-Aimé, Uh, We can't talk about coaching carousel without explaining it. It is a shame that Eric Bien-Aimé hasn't landed a job yet, um, but I think he's going to do great things. I think one of the biggest things he'll have on his side as players are going to want to play for him. You can see that. Um, they really feel he deserves this opportunity, so it'll be interesting. Yes. Uh, in the GM world, um, the Lions hire Brad Holmes. The Falcons hire Terry Fultnott. And it looks like the Washington football team is hiring uh, Marty Herney. The interesting for, thing for me here is the Rams received two third-round picks for losing a black per, per, player, player personnel, personnel to GM. I just don't understand the fit of it. You They get a third round in 2021 and 2022. I, ju I just don't understand it. The Lions hire him and give him an opportunity. He was at the Rams, so they get compensation for a qualified guy getting a promotion. The league is still trying to figure out this diversity hire. And, and still people. not many they, black coaches being yeah, hired. They're, the they're still trying to figure it out, especially with you know the weekend just passed and Martin Luther King Day on Monday. 
Uh, it's always a time where everyone talks about his dream and what he spoke about with ending poverty, uh, elevating, uh, black people to have businesses and having wealth. Um, and then obviously getting along and treating people, doing fairly. it all out of love. And I think in the NFL, you saw it was going to be a lot of tweets, each team, the NFL office. But as we were talking about before, we still don't see that within our game. You look at a team like the Houston Texans who are in a bind now. Um, are they going to have to hire a black coach to keep that locker room? And I, I just think it's a very interesting thing with everything that's gone on. Deshaun Watson's unhappy. You see so many other teams not going in the direction of Eric Bieniemy. Do they feel that pressure to go Jim Caldwell or Eric Bieniemy or Leslie Frazier? Do they feel that? I, I don't know, but I, I just think the tough thing as a player, you see the majority of the league is black and brown. You look at, there's so many coaches that play for a long time and get into coaching. I mean, you see coordinators, position coaches all around the league. Uh, for me, I've been on three different teams. And when I, my time in Tennessee, I had five different head coaches. So that brings along a ton of different staffs. And you can think about all the times I've sat in a DB room and the coach standing in front of me played 10 years, 12 years, 13 years, eight years in the league. And we talk about uh, a defensive coordinator. I had Jerry Gray, who was a pro bowl, all pro player. And these guys, you don't see them standing in front of the team very often. So it's it's hard. It's, you have to wonder why is that? These guys have played in the game a long time, have worked their ways up to leadership position as coordinators, but they're just not getting many opportunities for the next step to become that head coach. And then you see a lot of young coaches um, who are climbing the ranks, a, a lot of young white coaches who are climbing the ranks extremely fast, getting those jobs at young ages, 35, 34. So you really start to wonder, I think for players, you're just sitting there. And a lot of guys decide to go into coaching after mm -hmm. they play. And you want to be able to believe that, hey, I put the work in, I'm able to be successful, that a head coaching job is in my future. So you would definitely like to just see more coaches standing in front of the room that look like the guys they're talking to. I think now that we uh, we have two uh, GMs hired in this last mm -hmm. round, that gives us, what, three or four yeah, black GMs like in the and, league? And it'll be interesting now just ending this conversation with the coaches. There's only two jobs left. It's going to be the Eagles and the Texans. Um, and the Eagles have interviewed everybody. They have. And, I mean, I saw one report that said our guy, Josh McDaniels, is the lead candidate um, but they said Dable was a lead candidate for the Chargers. Yeah. And then Unless you're Staley in the meetings, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but finishing off MLK uh, weekend and, and day, uh, really the whole weekend to me with MLK, uh, Asia Wilson, I thought this was pretty cool. She has her own statue, WNBA player, um, I believe won MVP this year, uh, has her own statue at the University of South Carolina. And as they unveiled the statue, she, she told a story. Her grandmother lived right around the campus, but was not allowed to step foot on the campus. So whenever she had to get to the other side, she would have to walk all the way around the campus to get to the other side because she was black and was not allowed on campus. And she said, I can only imagine what she would be thinking right now to know the campus she couldn't step foot on will have a statue of her granddaughter. I thought that was amazing just to see that and hear that story of Life really coming full circle um, and obviously a special weekend to uh, unveil that and talk about it. Yeah, without a doubt. And I mean, that's what it's all about. And I think sometimes uh, living in, in our day today, we forget about the sacrifices that people before us made. And that goes white, black. It doesn't matter. Uh, your family, people that you didn't even know. A lot of people have broken down barriers and done things that today we take for granted in our society. And I think that's a prime example of Asia Wilson. Just like 
who would have thought that the campus she walked around on and spent years on and built a, a obviously a lasting legacy and tradition that now there's a statue up there for her that many years ago her grandmother couldn't step foot on that campus and to think that was her grandmother thinking that hey i'm going through a sacrifice at this time yeah, that hey the generations after me will benefit for what i'm doing and what i'm providing and look at that i mean that's awesome to be able to see and be able to talk about that uh from that standpoint no doubt about it and sticking with basketball how about this nba players are really doing a good job of controlling their own destiny Harden comes in. Is Harden overweight? I don't know. They said he was fat. He unzipped, he unzipped the fat suit. He, he got to Brooklyn and was like, it is I. He went from Stefan, I mean, Steve Urkel to Stefan. You know, uh, went to Clark Kent to Superman. Um, but Harden goes to the Nets. Oladipo to the Rockets with some picks. Um, uh, Karius LeVert goes to the Pacers. And then Jared Allen goes to the Cavs. Um, obviously, with this, uh, I thought it was I thought one of the things that was kind of upsetting was uh, Lavert, a promising young player. MRI shows he has a mass on his kidney, so he's out indefinitely as they kind of figure all of that out. And then I love what Oladipo said. Oladipo gets traded to the Rockets, and they ask him, you know, his future. Uh, what does he think? And you know, control your own destiny. Oladipo says it's a business. This is like a business. You don't just invest your money anywhere and let them take your money. He said, you want to know about the business? So I'm here. I'm seeing if it's a good fit. If it's a good fit, I'm down to invest my money here to invest their money with me. But if it's not a good fit, we'll see what happens at the end of the season. I, I thought that was honest and very truthful. I, I love to see it in the NBA. Guys, I mean, you may not, from a fan's perspective, you may not want to see Harden looking like he really doesn't care, doesn't want to be there. He's out and about saying it. But the guy didn't want to be there. Teams do it all the time. A player is giving his all trying to lead the team, giving everything he has, play might have slipped, and get rid of you in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it is. So, hey, as a player, I'm in my prime. We may start to see it in the NFL. We have no idea what Deshaun Watson is thinking right now, but leave it up to the media. He's done. He's played his last game in Houston. He hasn't said anything, so we don't know how he feels. But he who could. knows? With a $160 million contract, he may decide, hey, I'm going somewhere else. And he has a no-trade clause. So when he does do that, he will tell them, I'm not going to play for you, and I'm only going to play for that yeah, team them and them. or that team. And if he does do that, like you said, it will really change things. And um, I will say in the NBA, the cool thing is, like you said earlier, uh, before we got on the show, guys go to new teams, 30-point games like it's nothing. Never not practice. Go out there and put the ball in the hoop. That's what they tell you. Don't know there. anybody in the organization. Just don't put the ball in the hoop, Jay Matt. Hey, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into the Dan O'Brien keeping it awesome moment of the week. What you got for us? Anything is possible. I thought this was the coolest tweet ever. Uh, Mahomes goes out uh, with a neck injury slash concussion, whatever you want to call it. He's in the locker room. Uh, it's third and I want to say 14. 14. Um, Chad Henney drops back after a terrible throw. Throws a, a, a punt interception. They said he threw it up there. I was like, hey, Tyree Hill got to be down there somewhere. Hey, he threw it up and he drops back. Game on the line. They run cover five. Everybody's in man-to-man -man coverage. Back turn, two deep safeties, and he takes off a yard short. Andy Reid is surely going to punt the ball. He goes out there. He's I gonna, thought it was going to hit him with the no-brainer. So yeah, What's the no-brainer? No-brainer. You go out there. Da -da -da, da -da. Quick motions. Try to get the defense to jump offside, but you don't snap it. But Cleveland thought wrong. They snapped it in the shotgun formation. Run Tyreek Hill on a couple of little pick route to the flat. First down, game, game over. over. And the first person that puts it out there in the Twitter world, Pat Mahomes. 
proud of Chad Henney. Chad Henney, you are the Dan O'Brien. Keeping it awesome moment of the week. Last start was in 2014. His next start may be in 2021. We shall see. That's what you call a true pro. Let's get into some Twitter questions. Uh, the first question is from multiple people on Twitter when I asked. Uh, a lot of people are asking, what are our thoughts on Tom Brady's playoff run with a obviously a chance now to go to a, a, his 10th Super Bowl appearance? It's awesome. I mean, if Tom in the Super Bowl, I'm in the Super Bowl. So uh, I've still been going in the facility every day. Uh, I'm preparing for the NFC Championship with Tom. I'm going to watch the game locked in with Tom, with my guy Gronk. Uh, go win a Super Bowl, me and Gronk, 2010 Patriot draft class. Hold it down. Uh, I'm I'm happy for him. I think it's fun. Whenever you get to see former teammates out there during the playoffs, I think like watching the, the game will go Tom and Drew, uh, Saints and Bucks. Uh, Malcolm Brown's out there playing for the Saints. I played and got drafted with Jared Cook. Had a huge fumble in the game. Uh, wasn't great, but uh, I think whenever you get to see your former teammates out there competing, you root for those guys because you know them personally. And I think Tom's no different. I think all of New England uh, should be rooting for him. A guy that did a lot here uh, and is continuing to do a lot. I mean, the old man, he's out there just throwing touchdown passes, controlling the game, getting him dubs. But he's even throwing touchdown passes after the game to the other team's quarterback's son. Still throwing <laughs> touchdown passes. Hey, I got a question for you. Mike Shear asks, since 2010, no one has played more defensive snaps than DMAC. That's an amazing accomplishment. We all know about the TB12 method. Is there a DMAC 32 method that you're keeping from the world? Over 10,000 snaps. Yeah, man. Book's coming out soon called the DMAC method. Uh, 32 things to do and not do. Oh, that sounded though. I just thought how much does right the now. book cost that people want? Uh, three dollars. It's not gonna be much. Uh, can't be that good. Then. Yeah, my diet's not as strict as uh, Matt Slater's. Matt Slater's diet is, is stricter than Tom Brady's, just so everybody does know that. Um, but uh, I think it's just taking time, investing in your body, um, and then more importantly, just having fun. But I've been, I've been totally blessed. Uh, I think a lot of m me being out there is just God given. Oh, turn my hat around, fits the hat too today. Uh, a lot of a lot of wine, glasses of wine. Not till later, not till later in life. Not okay. when I was younger. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Next question from Deborah Smith: uh, Who were your greatest mentors pre NFL? Which coach stands out? What was the moment they they brought a change to you? Uh, do they know that they made that impact on your lives? Ah, uh, for me, um, coaches have been coaches. I, I've always been the type of guy that. Um, I keep that relationship real coach player. I don't really have, I think in high school, uh, both my basketball coaches, football coach, uh, were good coaches, made impacts. But for me, if there's anybody that impacted my life pre NFL, uh, there's nobody that impacted my life more than my mom. I mean, she single handedly, um, molded and groomed, uh, Dev, myself and our older brother Larry into the men we are today. And I think that helped me propel and get to the NFL. The was, things was there a moment, me. was there a moment? Just from an athletic standpoint, that she told you something or did something. Oh, for that sure. Had a huge impact on your career. I would say uh, my second year playing Pop Warner football. Uh, we practiced starting from August 1st for the whole rest of the summer, every single day from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And that second year, we were about a weekend. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I want to quit. I don't want to play. And she told me, when you start something, you're going to finish it. And she said, I've already paid my money. So you definitely going to play this year. If you don't want to play next year, that's up to you. And I finished that year and I played football. Ball, uh, ever since and here I am 12 years in the league don't know if I'm gonna play football next year but it's worked out so far we'll break it here on my show double coverage we're gonna go through our little two-minute drill where we wrap up the show and we give next week's pick so J Mac uh let's finish this thing off Tampa Packers Brady Rogers who are you going with come on bro TB12 man
TB12. I won a championship with that, man. It's going to be interesting, though. They're going to be in Green Bay. They said a chance of snow and all of that. Tom's ready for it. The rest of the team, I don't know. Gronk, Gronk will be there, too. Gronk, he has spent a lot of time in Florida, though, over the last two years. Yeah. But I think that will be interesting. Playing in Green Bay, they said the fans made a huge difference last week of them being there. Um, and then last game. Bills Mafia. It's Bills? been a long time. The Bills are going to are the Super Bowl. Are you saying Bills over Chiefs? With Mahomes, Bills going are going to the Super Bowl. I said this at the beginning of the playoffs. I told you guys I picked the Bills to go to the uh, championship. Yeah, I'm going Tampa, but I am going with Kansas City. Tampa versus Kansas City in the championship. But the Packers are going to be a hard out, and so will yeah, Aaron Rodgers have been balling. But it's a bad man. So has Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. So you're going to see them in the Super Bowl. We will see. It'll be fun to watch. Anyway, we appreciate you guys each and every week sticking with us, making sure you're catching us right here on Nesson. Make sure that doesn't change. But if you're working, you're busy, you happen to miss us there, make sure you go on YouTube, iTunes. All you have to do is search double coverage with the McCordy Twins. And as always, you can find us on- Mama, we made it! Twitter. If you were to say you could find us, I said, Mama, we made it!com. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't go to MamaWeMadeIt.com. That's not going to get you anywhere. But you can go to McCordyTwins.com and you can go on there and shop and you can buy your own Mama We Made It t-shirt along with some other ones like Faith, Family, and Football. You can mm-hmm. find that there too. So make sure you check that out and you see us right here next we, week. We got that trophy in the middle next week too. We, we got to feel at home. I don't handle decor. See you guys next week. <laughs>